Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's 8.36 with Megan Lynch. I'm Tom Ackerman. You're listening to Total Information AM on KMOX. It's Wednesday morning, so it's time to take a look at several legal topics with our legal analyst, Brad Young, partner at Harris, Dell, Fisher & Young. Brad, good morning. How are you? Tom, doing well, sir. Thank you. Good to be with you. Let's get to a hot topic in St. Louis recently. Very interested in your take on this. Drones. A company was planning to utilize them over the Gravoy Park neighborhood as a security tool until neighbors in the area pushed back. That was followed by a cease and desist letter from the city, legislation in the Board of Aldermen. This has been bounced around all over the place. What is going on here? What are the legal issues surrounding drones and surveillance? Boy, there's a lot of legal issues. Unfortunately, we don't have an enormous amount of legal clarity, Tom, because this is such an emerging area of the law. But let's break it down very quickly. From a government standpoint, if a government wants to use drones, uh, the Supreme Court ruled in 2012 that we have a right to privacy, even when it comes to tracking our movements. Uh, There's some question about whether that would or would not apply to drones, but clearly the Supreme Court says that that where you go, even if it's on a public street, has some degree of privacy. Uh, But when it comes to this drone issue in St. Louis, Tom, this is a private company. So obviously the Fourth Amendment doesn't apply to a private company. But even with a private company, which is always going to be governed by state law, not federal law, but even under state law, Tom, there are things like trespassing. And you think of a drone being in the air. How can that be trespassing? But there are legal concepts in place that you have a right to privacy in the air right above where you live. Now, it doesn't apply to where planes fly, but where in between there do your rights end? end and the generic public rights begin. That's never been clarified. Uh, You also have privacy rights with regard to being photographed or recorded. So there's all of these, uh, you put all of these legal issues in a blender and you can see how it is troublesome and probably very problematic for a company to do drone surveillance uh, without either violating someone's law or certainly invading someone's privacy, whether or not that violates the law or not, it's clearly an invasion of a person's feeling of privacy. It makes me think of some of my media law classes where we talked about, you know, what you can see publicly is kind of fair game, you know, for photography and video. But a lot of us aren't hovering over someone's house. So, I mean, could that be part of the standard here? 
Oh, that's exactly part of the standard, Megan. In fact, one of my favorite Supreme Court cases from like 2001 was where the, the police were using thermal imaging to shoot through a house to figure out if they were using uh, marijuana growing lights in their house. All right. And so the cops said, you know, we didn't need a we don't need a warrant because we didn't enter the home. But the Supreme Court said, well, using technology to look inside of the home where someone has an expectation of privacy, that's still the same thing. So, yeah, these issues, as technology gets better, Megan, the issues become far more complex because it blurs the lines between our expectations of privacy. And this is just yet another example of that. Second issue I wanted to bring up, Donald Trump back in a New York courtroom yesterday as the second defamation case against him from E. Jean Carroll began. Trump already lost the first case. A jury found Trump liable for sexually abusing Carroll in a separate civil trial in May. But this second defamation case, how is this different than the first? Well, Tom, it's completely different because the issue of liability has already been determined. Now, Mr. Trump has been saying since that first trial, uh, he's com- he has repeatedly said, both orally and on social media, he's never met Ms. Carroll. He doesn't know Ms. Carroll. This is all, uh, and, he, and he, he characterizes it as someone trying to get money. So the, the question becomes, once the liability has been determined, which it already has, Tom, what can be done in the damages trial? In fact, uh, Carol's attorney has filed a motion with the court to limit Mr. Trump's testimony uh, to not relitigate what has already been determined in the first trial. Now, uh, I don't think anyone expects Mr. Trump to abide by that sort of a pretrial request or order, uh, but that's where the fireworks are going to come because if he keeps repeating, I've never met her, I don't know her, this is all a scam. If he keeps repeating that, uh, he will be sanctioned by the judge in front of the jury uh, because this is only determining damages not liability. And so I anticipate a lot of fireworks this week in that trial. Finally, let's look at a case involving restroom use at an Indiana middle school and transgender rights. The Supreme Court has decided to stay out of this one, but you know we're seeing a lot more legislation out of this. So we have to wonder at some point, will courts have to take this up? Absolutely, Megan. And one of the one of the bedrock uh, ways that the Supreme Court decides which cases it will take is when there are disputes in the federal districts. So what we have here of the seventh district that includes Illinois and Indiana and a few other states is this middle school in Indiana said you can only use the bathroom children uh, of the gender that corresponds to your birth gender. And so an individual filed suit. And the Seventh Circuit held that that violated that transgender boy's rights under Title VII of federal law. And the Supreme Court could have taken this and used this as an opportunity to clarify transgender law one way or the other, but they chose not to. So here's what we'll see in the coming months. As more districts render decisions, if there becomes a pattern uh, of one way that these courts rule, and it also disagrees with other districts that rule in a contrary manner, eventually the Supreme Court will have to take this up, Megan, in order to make sure that, that all federal law is clarified on this transgender issue. Brad, we appreciate it very much. KMOX legal analyst Brad Young with us on this Wednesday morning. Have a great day. You too, Tom. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.